Amen. Briefly, the Lord has something short for us in the way of exhortation, in the way of encouragement for you and I today by the unction of the Holy Spirit from his word tonight for each and every one of us. Amen. I pray that you will receive his word tonight. I will receive his word tonight. You will receive his word tonight in the name of Jesus. May your heart be a fertile ground, a good soil for the word of the Lord tonight in the name of Jesus. Quickly, the Lord has something for us, but before we look into what God has for us, I want to say a big gratitude to God for the opportunity to share his word standing on his pulpit. How many of you know that this pulpit belongs to God? How many of you understand that it is his property and his name alone must be glorified? Amen. I want to also say a big thank you to the elders council for the opportunity to be here and share God's word. Briefly, the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us about what aligns with the theme of tonight, and that is the joy of his presence. Somebody say that with me. The joy of his presence. Amen. Quickly, we look at the book of Psalms, chapter 16, verse 11. Let's look together into the word of liberty and see what God has for us. Amen. Psalms 16, verse 11. And it says, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand, there are pleasures evermore. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. There are pleasures at his right hand. The right hand is the hand of power. The right hand is the hand of total provision. The right hand is the hand of authority. The right hand in which is the hiding of his power. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, all things spiritual and physical... All things spiritual and physical, it is expedient that you find yourself in the right location to receive the right provision for your life and destiny. There is no better location to find yourself than the presence of God. Amen. There is no better location in season and out of season, on the mountain, in the valley, in the good times and in the not-so-good times, in the testimonies and in the challenges, there is no better location to find yourself as an individual than the presence of God. 
We say the joy of the Lord is our strength. We say the joy of the Lord is our strength. You can only receive that joy in one location. It cannot be found in any other location. The presence of God. Praise the Lord. It is in that location that God stretches his hand and says, this is what I have. It is a gift from me to you. We see that in Galatians. That is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So it is essential that the presence of God as a precursor to everything you receive, including the joy, is your dwelling place. Psalm 91 verse 1 and 2 says, He that dwells in where the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Meaning, it is not a place you pop in and pop out because you have something you need from him. It is a place you reside. It is a place that you stay in as a lifestyle. The question is, it is, is it your lifestyle to dwell in the presence of the Lord? Or is the presence of the Lord only necessary when it's time to call pastor for prayers? Or to give your prayer point to the intercessory team to pray on your behalf? That level of understanding of what the presence of God entails is very, very mediocre in the sight of God. We must transcend to the point where you want to stay in God's presence not because of what you receive from him. You just want to be there quiet just to enjoy his embrace. I don't know about you. How many of you have been in the presence of God and you just feel his embrace? You just feel his embrace. You just feel his warmth. You just feel his love. It is not something you can describe to somebody. It is something you experience. By experience and revelation, you can have this. God wants us to transcend past the point of give me, give me, give me. I, 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 I. To the point where you say, Lord, I just want to be in your presence today. I'm not asking for anything. So the question to you and I is, by the time you stand before the king of kings on that day, and he rolls out the scroll showing your timeline from when you, were, you gave your life to Christ to the time you approach him, and he plays your life, what percentage of the time spent in God's presence is because of him and not what you receive? What percentage of the time spent in God's presence is because of him? Remember, he sees our heart. Remember, he sees our genuineness, if we are genuine. What will be said about the time spent in God's presence? It is out of the much spending of time in God's presence 
that you receive a lot of things from him, joy inclusive. It is because somebody like David spent time just singing to God, loving God even when he was so poor that he was just a shepherd boy. God said, this is a man after my heart. Because as at the time, David was dancing in the field and rejoicing. David had nothing. He was just tending to his father's sheep. As a matter of fact, if David were to stand beside you, he would be smelling of flock and cattle. But even in that lowest of low, he just found time to write songs and sing love songs to God. You see that in the book of Psalms. No wonder God decided to make it sure that his presence would be with him all through his trying times. Now check this out. Imagine he was running from pillar to post. One person or the other was pursuing him. He was being pursued. And yet, he could feel God's presence with him. God's presence was what made the difference in his life. So the question is, if you study the book of Psalms and you study the whole of the Bible, you will find out that the depth of revelation on joy comes out of a place where there were challenges. The life of David. In short, the environment of challenges goes further to validate the essence of the joy of God. If it is only when things are up for you, you decide to rejoice in God, it is not a valid parameter for you to know that the joy of God is there within. It is when it looks like as if there is no solution, number one, there is no plan A or plan B, number two. And also it looks like as if God is silent. It is then, that is the right environment for you to know whether the joy of God will well within. And you can say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Men and brethren, the difficult times... Check all the difficult times you have passed through. Have you been able to wake up with a song in your spirit? That goes to validate that there is joy within. As put in there by the Spirit of God. And guess what? When you start to sing those songs and it wells within, you just find yourself having that strength to push through that day. I'm speaking from personal experience. I don't know what your experience is. But the joy of the Lord is your strength is because it is given to you by the Spirit of God that is the very presence of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 4 to 5 of Psalm 65 says, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest, 
and caused to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy cause, we shall be satisfied with the good of thy house, even of thy holy temples. So God's mind is, you dwell in his presence. You spend time, quality time. When you leave this world, looking back at life, can you say you have spent quality time in God's presence? Despite the hustles and bustles of life and the challenges of life, God wants you to spend time in his presence. David had a revelation of joy in God's presence, and we can see in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 14 to 23, what David saw. Before verse 14, you know, Uzziah had touched the ark and, the, and God struck him dead and he was afraid. And they kept the ark of the covenant in the house of Obedidom. And that house prospered to the extent that the news of the prosperity in that house reached the ears of David in the palace. And David said, no, I must bring this ark. Why? Because he understood the significance of God's presence over the nation. He understood the impact of God's presence over the nation. And when that ark was being brought in, he was dancing like a madman. And there was a lady that was too posh in the current palace, a lady that was too bougie for the way he was dancing. And that spiritual lack of insight shut her door of fruitfulness. Because she did not understand, she did not see what David saw. David saw that, look, wow, the ark of God is coming to town. Things are about to change for Israel. Things are about to change for us. Things are about to turn around for us. Things are about to turn around for you. When the presence of God abides with you. He was being mocked. He was being mocked for the insight he had. But we can see how far that insight took him. God loved him so much because of that understanding. Praise the Lord. Joy in the midst of challenges is another thing we want to talk about quickly. Is it possible to be joyful in the midst of challenges? Oh yes, Jesus set an example for us. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, now for the joy that was set before him. So there is a joy to look forward to. That's what this place is saying. Imagine Jesus Christ, who is God the Word, for the joy that was set before him, decided to go through this challenge of dying for you and me. He knew what there was to gain at the end, what was of eternal value, and he decided to grow through these challenges for you and I. So it is possible 
it is possible for the joy of the Lord to well within you in the midst of challenges. It is possible. How does joy strengthen you? And to what purpose? What is the purpose for joy strengthening you? What is the purpose? Ezra chapter 6, verse 21 to 22 says, And the children of Israel which were come again out of captivity, and all such as had separated themselves unto them from the filthiness of the heathen of the land to seek the Lord God of Israel, did eat and keep the feast of unleavened bread seven days with joy, for the Lord had made them joyful, and turned the heart of the king of Assyria unto them to strengthen their hands in the work of the house of God, the God of Israel. The essence you find strength, the essence that God released strength in the form of joy, most importantly, is for you to function in his house. It's for you to do the work of God. It's for you to thrive in well-doing. It's for you to be zealous of good works. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Unlike the days of old, when the Spirit of God occasionally came on few individuals, now you have the Spirit of God dwelling in you. Amen. So it means you have the presence of God dwelling in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let his presence make a difference in your life. Let his presence make a difference in your life. John 14, verse 16 to 17, Jesus praying, says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. And what is that comforter? Verse 17, the Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and what? And shall be in you. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, the joy of the Lord is my strength, is because it has been released to you, to strengthen you, by the Spirit of God, to function in the office that God has given you, in his house. So the question is, what is your duty in God's house? God places value on the strength he gives you in the form of joy. What value have you given to it? Lastly, I want to round up with this. If you are here and you have not given your life to Christ, you are permanently Outside the presence of God. Meaning, you do not have access to all that it portends and entails to live a fruitful life and have a fruitful destiny. So I want to enjoin you and say, please, when the altar call is made at the end of the service, if you are here and you have not given your life to Christ, this is a lifetime opportunity. Consider that God sent his son to die for you in order for you to be part of the commonwealth of his children. Have access to his presence. Have access to all that he has provided in his presence. 
and to live a life of victory through the storms. There is no insurance against the storms of life outside the presence of God. There is no insurance against the things that billet men and the weights that pull men down outside the presence of God. So we invite you wherever you are, if you have not given your life to Christ or you want to dedicate your life to him, to make sure that you make use of this opportunity and the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Let's rise up as we lift up our worship to him in praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our Heavenly Father, we appreciate you for your word in season for us. As we continue in praise and worship, we recognize your presence in our midst and we pray that you convict by your spirit as many that have not given their life to you that they will make this call that will mark a difference in their life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for your word that is a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. Be thou glorified in the ministration of your word. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.